Welcome back to another episode of the Make It Count podcast. Woohoo! Recently, in big Make It Count podcast news, we passed 1,500 downloads. Wow, it's so, pretty amazing. So, we've been listened to. Well, at least downloaded. Oh yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. People have been downloading <laughs> it and liking the sound of the titles. Yeah, exactly. Or the look of them. Hopefully people have been listening as well. Yeah, so thank you everyone that's um, downloaded and listened to the episodes we've had. We've really enjoyed doing it and we hope you've really enjoyed the summer short series as well. But today we're kind of getting back to normal length but mm. a different type. Although I am still wearing my summer shorts. Here we are. So what are we doing today, Matt? Today, well, we're coming up on a year worth of podcast, the Make It Count podcast, which is cool. We've hit this sort of 1500 milestone and we thought before we do a annual sort of one year anniversary episode, we would do two short episodes. One, which is David's top five mm-hmm. and my top five, right. which is going to be next week. Yeah. So I got in there first. You got in there first and we'll decide whether you know there's any crossover or not (laughs) (laughs) yeah so they're not ranked in any particular order uh i didn't in the last week listen to all 50 plus episodes so some of it is for memory of course topics i feel are important and maybe episodes that i would encourage other people to revisit because of that so without further ado let's get cracking yeah this is kind of a signpost episode right yeah so hey go check these ones out because Sometimes we don't David go liked the them. Because <laughs> David liked them, yeah. And that's why it's <laughs> David's top five episodes. It feels like there should be some theme music there. A, like a little jingle. Yeah. Hey! Anyway, right. So the first one I picked was one we did really early, but Man of Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And it was kind of like a book review episode. Do you remember that one? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't remember everything we said. But I remember the general trends of it. <laughs> yeah, it was actually the first one we tried to interview a book, I think. Yeah. And, and obviously me having read it, I just think it's a really significant book. I think uh, finding meaning through suffering uh, in the community of people is really significant. Now, he was somebody that survived in really pretty dire circumstances during World War Two in um, Nazi concentration camps. Yep. And yet he comes out and go, uh, goes, this is how we find meaning in life. And so his ideas and his theories, they'd started to germinate before that, but they were tested in some of the darkest and most dire spaces and has still, he found, substance and worth in them. So it yeah. wasn't someone that is... How would we say? Top of the self-actualization theory is, oh, you know, I've, I've, also, I've already taken care of food and water and all these things, and now I can find meaning. No, this one was, was struggling with all those things and yet still managed to find right. meaning. And mm. so it wasn't just, oh, you achieve your way to meaning through it. And I think that's, that says something of the theory, that it was tested in... A crucible, basically. Yeah. Yeah powerful oh yeah i remember it was a powerful episode and would highly recommend everybody Mm. go back and check it out the links to those episodes are going to be in the show notes today yeah in the footnotes or the show notes that's a that's a good idea show notes 
footnotes. Do we have footnotes? No, it's show yeah, notes, that's isn't it? Pages. Yeah. Yeah. We can footnote some stuff as well. Uh, well, you know, it was a book. Today, um, David's feet smell very badly. Uh, hey, hey, you can wash them if you want. Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving swiftly on. Moving on. Uh, another episode I particularly liked, and because it's a topic I think is quite important, but it's this idea of raging against the fitness machine. Ooh, that was a good one. And I think I got a little bit fired up in that one. So Just a little wanna, bit. If you want to hear, like, passionate David, go listen to that one. And it's this idea that we all know that we we should exercise we should work out we should be fit we should be active but especially on some of the more visual social media platforms whether that is instagram or tiktok or even youtube we see people who are suggest they they have their tops off if they're guys especially and they're saying look at the body i have if you just do this workout routine you can look like i do you know you buy my workout program you buy these supplements and what they don't tell you is that probably they're enhanced they've taken steroids and so even if you did their workout plan you wouldn't look like them because they're not telling you the whole story Mm. and and so there's a it morphs how guys view their body. You could be quite a healthy looking person and think I'm unhealthy or I'm not big enough or I'm not strong enough or I'm not chiseled or lean enough. And yet the only way to achieve that is by probably for, for most part getting steroids or taking steroids. And so there's a dishonesty there. Yeah. And, and so that like riled me up and it's just like, actually it riles me up partly because when I exercise, it is good for me, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally. And when you see someone almost pervert it to be like, hey, you have to be this, and it becomes unattainable, yeah. I think that discourages a lot of people from even starting. Yeah. Or people that have started and they don't look like that and they've been going for a year or something and they're like, ah, that's unattainable. And so it riles me up and it it's, it's worth listening to. Absolutely. Um, and there's other things we talk about as well, the health damages and of those things mm-hmm. beyond just the mental um, sort of discouragement or stopping people from get, even getting started. It's a very good one. And yes, it does get a little bit heated in that one. So yeah. We talk about Hollywood as well. Yeah. Some of the actors we see on screen that they probably... They're, like, yeah. We rely on a couple of videos, the, you know, other sources, you know, because the best we can suggest that maybe certain people have been achieving impossible physiques in very short times uh, it's, you know you could train for years and not look like that exactly um, so yeah. yeah i like that one i think it's great and like a personal pet thing is exercise has all these wonderful benefits and yes typically you will feel better about yourself and your physique if you do but the whole thing that's driving all of this is it's all about the image at the end of it. Mm. It's like that's such a narrow view and it's such a falsified thing. So, yeah, I mean, I even really recently saw a video and there were like so many people that go to the gym and try and build big muscles. They don't do cardio. They said they don't think of their heart as a muscle, but your <laughs> heart is a muscle, yeah. but it's not one you can see. So why would you train it? But wow. that's why you would go for a run or do some skipping or something more cardio because 
your muscle this is your heart has to work quite hard and if you strengthen that by doing cardio it grows but like you said if you're only worried about the external how you look on the outside why would you care about your heart because <laughs> that's a wow in a physical way as well yeah. gosh ah, that's crazy isn't it <laughs> love that yeah Interesting. So there's a little taste, heart uh, talk there. Yeah, hard Dave, talk there. Heart talk with David Taylor. <laughs> so the next one I put down. Oh, so Raging Against the Machine. Yeah. Was episode number twenty-four. Right. Brilliant. So the next one was episode number twenty-six, and that was sort of this idea of experiences versus relationships, and what stood out to me about this one was I think it was the first conversation we had where I realized I kind of changed my mind midway through the episode yeah and so I'd come in thinking you know it's really good to experience these other things and um, you know other cultures and, and places and realized partway through actually the relationships where it's at when you do it with somebody that you're in relationship with mm that makes the experience richer it makes yeah. the memory more relivable if that makes sense and actually the experiences are the added plus to key relationships yeah absolutely so that that stood out to me because it was like huh in one of these conversations recorded on air david you know changed his mind and it's not such a rare thing, but I, I, yeah. it was quite fun yeah. to notice the moment where it happened. Yes, which you obviously noticed as you listened back and edited the uh, the episode. No, oh, I think I even said it uh, during the... Oh, did you? T- towards the end. Oh, no, like, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, so I was like presently go, aware of it. It was a great episode. I enjoyed that one. And, of course, we typically... Well, I, I tend to try and favour a nuanced view either rules are you know so the whole idea in, the, in kind of a false dichotomy experiences versus relationships which yeah. should you have or like which should you aim for like, well of course without any experiences you're not really going to have much of a relationship mm. <laughs> you do need to have some experiences mm. um so yeah i enjoyed i enjoyed that one that's a good one i'm trying to think what was my key takeaway from that one i think yeah likewise it's it's that they come together and the relationships not not just deepen the experience but it's it's actually the other i think it's the other way around it's the the experience is the added benefit on top of the relationship Mm -hmm. and if you if as you said the relationship in the future goes down south then that memory of that experience is always going to be tinged Mm -hmm. with oh but what came later or whatever and it's going to be diminished because of that so Mm -hmm. that's really interesting yeah and i think that's we, I think I remember coming across something and saying most people live within 15 or 20 miles of where they were born. Yeah. Like in the world, like more than 80, 90%. And so, and there, I, I've sort of visited different places currently. I also fall within that demographic. But I, I like the idea of being, like being broad, or I did like the idea of being further away or new horizons, but realizing <clears throat> probably most of the people that don't, have been forced not to or they've done it because of work and haven't maybe counted the cost and like oh that means I'm a long way away from all the relationships I've invested in for all of my life yeah. and you know you hear the people that's like oh yeah they've lived here for 80 90 years and never actually 
left the county in wow. their life. And you think, oh, like imagine the world they could have seen. But then it's also like, well, everyone in their community knows them. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're a sort of a glue and there's a, a depth of being known in that space. Yeah. But not, yeah. And there's being known is more than just being present, but being present is a really important part. Absolutely. I think that was an addendum to the podcast. I'm not sure we even spoke about that much. No, we didn't. David was rehashing new thoughts on top. It's like a Not allowed to, David. This oh, is a right. review episode. Oh, a review. <laughs> right. Okay, well, go listen to that one and come listen to the last two minutes afterwards. <laughs> Does that even work? <laughs> no, it doesn't work. This one I kind of cheated, the next one. Yes. Um, so I can't give you a number episode because I sort of said the Stephen Covey habit series. Yes. Which is quite a few episodes. So far, I think that's five. Yeah, released. five. We're, we're, it's going to be seven. Yeah. And we're, we're hoping to put that into a Spotify playlist. It will be. So it'll be there. It'll be there. We'll David will figure out. it out. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And Because um, I believe in you. <laughs> and I think it was partly because I think it's really good content. It really puts fits together really well. It's really helpful. It's a reason why it's one of the most sold books of the 20th century. And if I was going to start with one, I would start with one. Be proactive. And that idea of actually don't don't be reactive to everything around you, but choose. Be, be intentional. Be proactive. Choose where you're going for. And uh, I love the stories love that. that come up that he says in the book. If you, the best thing would be, Go buy the book, go read the book. Uh, I think I looked it up at one point. There's a website where you can put in a book and it says uh, how long it will take an average reader to read. Oh, wow. Based on how quickly, you know, how many words a minute most people read. So it's a seven and a half, eight hour read. Right. Right. So if you think, yeah, most people have that in their life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In their month, in their year, like seven and a half, eight hours it's, it's achievable. It would be a very, very wise investment of those eight hours. Yes. More so than some of the other things that could come across your screen. And there's probably an audio book of it somewhere, which yes. would probably be, probably, I'd assume. Seven and a half, seven eight, and hours. eight hours. Maybe and a little bit longer you could speed because, up, yeah, reading, reading out loud sometimes takes a little bit longer than reading in your head. But I've read this book multiple times, uh, probably three, four, five times. So. I've spent hours on it. I've revisited it. We've come back again at it with these episodes. If you don't want to read it, listen to some of our episodes. But yeah. if you want the depth, the richness, and see how it all fits together and really to see well. see the diagram. Uh, yeah, it's a visual book as well. There are diagrams. There are notes and things like that. It's, it's worth getting involved. But being proactive is something that I've been accused of in my life in a positive way, <laughs> of being quite intentional, choosing what I want to do, being proactive. I've carried that on, and uh, those probably some of the seeds are in this. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a powerful series. We're not yet finished with it, so yeah. we, you know, we've got a couple more to go, I think. Yes. And, um, yeah, looking forward to rounding that out. Yes, and let's uh, come in on the last one of the five that... I've picked number 37. <laughs> I just realised as I was speaking, I was like, well, it's not the last one. It's just the fifth one. But I don't want to say it's the fifth one because I haven't ranked these. They're an unordered list. That's true. Anyway, number 37, what will your future self thank you for? I just think that's an important question. I like it. 
and it's probably a good episode to go listen to. What do you was recall? that a book review? I don't think so. There is a book. Yeah, by that. exactly. We were going to come back and do the book. Yeah, on it I was just wondering. Time. So because there is there is actually yeah, there's a book called Your Future Self Will Thank You, and a short eight part podcast series that follows that so yes. that's also worth checking out highly recommend well i thought we were gonna potentially in the future i don't even have you read the book i don't think no, i've have. got it on kindle oh, and yeah. i listened to that podcast series twice oh so you're like the expert are you mm. <laughs> <laughs> well other than the authors and yeah, all the exactly. researchers that we use but i think you should read that i've already read it and maybe we'll do a joint book review of that okay in a future episode yeah but this was just that concept of well take your present self there are things in your life right now mm. that you're thankful for it's because you started them a year two ten years ago yeah so for me for example i am quite fit and healthy and reasonably strong that's because i've been exercising consistently for two and a half three years five days a week and even before that, you were fit. Yeah, I was inconsistently exercising before that, but I played a lot of sport. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I've been consistently exercising and, and tracking my exercises for probably several, nearly half a year now as well. So, but for two and a half, three years, I've exercised five times a week. Yeah. And that means now I'm fit and strong and healthy. And yeah. I'm really thankful I started that. And there are things that you have an opportunity to think about your future self. Well, what is something you can start now that yeah. in five years, in 10 years, you're going to look back and be like, I'm so thankful that they started that. Maybe yeah. one of the things I think we look back and go, I'm really thankful we started that podcast. Yeah. We're coming up to a year. We've it's enjoyed crazy. it. We've had loads of conversations. <laughs> and uh, we've, we've heard the feedback from various people saying, I really enjoy listening to these. Maybe not this one, but <laughs> some of the previous ones, they're conversational, they're interesting. They're quite fun, they make us think, but they're not too heavy. And that's kind of what we were that's going for. Because it's a podcast, so, you know, we don't want it to be too heavy, or else you'd have to put your head down as yeah. you listened. Exactly. Bad joke. Um, yeah, I, I like that idea. And it's something that I think you shared with me, either one birthday or fairly recently, but it's just like this question to ponder to people. It's like, oh, you know, in a year's time, you know, what's one thing? that you will thank yourself for starting or actually you can even look it back the other way and go what's something you wish you had started this time last year mm. that could be another way of, of trying to access okay well if i didn't do it last year and i wish i had why not start now yeah yeah definitely it is and that's one of the things that is quite interesting to look back through some of the subjects and episodes mm. we've covered so far in this making it count journey and i think all of these connect to making it count in different ways whether it is the really big philosophical ideas but grounded in reality of Viktor Frankl well he made it count in a dark place and he imagined he'd be able to teach that and he has taught that and he's inspired very many people through that and, yeah. and that's finding meaning and that's making it count to being fit and healthy but actually making it count with the right data points. If you don't have all the data points, you can be misled or discouraged because actually you think this is achievable, but actually it's not achievable unless you do these other things that they were kept kind of a secret. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, that, that I think is why it, it affect, that episode I got quite passionate about because 
it's stopping people being intentional and making it count. It's discouraging people, but that's because it's unattainable. So not, it's a not real. It's a not a real thing. Yeah. And and yeah, what the the last couple being proactive and helping your what what will your future self thank you for? There are things that we can choose. I can choose to be proactive or reactive. That I can choose to. Um, choose how I respond to anything I think that was the thing if you pick up one end of the stick you pick up the other end of the stick sure. you can't choose you can choose how you act you can't choose the the outcome necessarily and yeah um so I liked that one that was a really good one and then what will your future self thank you for that is just about making it count that's about forward thinking that's about setting an intention that's dragging you forward to go but well, this is gonna make it count for me this year this Maybe I should ask you that question, Matt. Over the next year of podcasting, we're going to do another year, right? Of course. Okay. Yeah, at least another year. At least another year of people... There you go, it's committed now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No backing out. What will your future self thank you for with respect to this podcast? Definitely um, when it comes to doing <laughs> book or film reviews, having done a little bit more homework closer to the time of the recording. <laughs> yeah. There have been times when I've been like, oh yeah, we watched that. And it was like then a couple of weeks after we recorded, it was like, oh, that's getting a bit foggy. So maybe a little bit better preparation. Uh, pre Intelligible notes as well, maybe. Yeah. Oh, and uh, definitely not bringing my phone in and it making noises and oh, messing that, up with the recording. Oh, yeah, that was an annoying one to edit. Yeah. What about you, David? What will make it count for me? Oh, no, what will my future self thank me for in this episode? For the podcast. For the podcast moving forward. Year. Yes. Words. The question I asked. <laughs> yeah, that made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think having, having continuing to have fun in it, not becoming a burden. I don't worry, I'll bring the fun. I think <laughs> it'll be fun to include a few more people in it. Maybe uh, have an interview yeah, every now and again, sure. like once a month or something like that. That that would be fun. Absolutely. Yeah. So watch this space, people. Yeah. And if you want to be on the Make It Count podcast, yeah. If you're making it count, way, let us know. <laughs> or if you're not. Let and us know. To. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. Thanks so much, David, for sharing with us your top five episodes of the Make Account podcast so far. So check them out in the show notes. In the show notes, not the footnotes. <laughs> footnotes is a different thing altogether. And we will see you guys next week for Matt's top five. Woohoo! Can't wait. <laughs>